Welcome to the MPFFU Podcast. The intent and purpose of the MPFFU Podcast is to support the mission to improve wages, working hours, and working conditions for its members. This podcast will disseminate evidence-based relevant information, resources, and strategies. To accomplish this, the MPFFU Podcast will provide reliable, factual, and actionable information that strengthens, empowers, and supports the MPFFU members and locals through United Action. Now our host, Jeff Lassers. Thanks, Matt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 5 of the MPFFU Podcast. I'm Jeff Lassers, and I've been a firefighter paramedic with the West Bloomfield Township Fire Department, Local 1721, since 2004. In this episode, I sit down with Mickey Wavera and Matt Saar. Matt is a firefighter paramedic with the City of East Point, Local 1561, as well as the president of the Michigan Professional Firefighters Union. He is also the one responsible for getting this podcast off the ground and out to our members. Thanks again, Matt. Matt and I are also joined by Mickey Wavera, who has a long history and depth of experience as a professional firefighter and an active union representative at the local and state level. Mickey retired from the Dearborn Heights Fire Department, Local 1355, after a nice long career. But he's not just sitting around. Mickey is currently the MPFFU Eastern Trustee, as well as the Chair of the Union Education Committee. During this episode, Mickey and Matt will help us appreciate the value of understanding the role and functions of the MPFFU and its locals. Then, they'll describe the role of the MPFFU Union Education Committee. We'll finish off by discussing how members can get informed, educated, and involved with the Union Education Committee initiatives and objectives. This turned out to be a very informative episode that provides a clear and concise overview of the MPFFU Union Education Committee functions and initiatives. Remember, the MPFFU podcast is pretty much brand new, and there's always room to improve. So please, email us your feedback and tell us what you think about the show, or send us ideas for future episodes to mpffupodcast at gmail.com. Also, check out the new MPFFU Instagram account at m.p.f.f.u. And finally, please subscribe to the Michigan Professional Firefighters Union YouTube channel, which is full of great content. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we? Good. How are you? Very well. Good. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Let's start with you, Mickey. Who are you? What do you do, and where do you do it? My name is Mickey Wavera. I'm currently the Eastern Trustee for the MPFFU and the Chairman of the Union Education Committee. In 2016, I was elected as the Eastern Trustee. We're kind of the keeper of the books and just make sure that everything is on the up and up and everything is accounted for, and the money coming in, the money coming out, that kind of thing. In a previous life, I was a fireman in Dearborn Heights. I retired as a battalion chief two years ago. I spent about 15, 16 years as union president, another five on the executive board there, and I've been involved with the union pretty much my entire career. Awesome. What about you, Matt? Who are you? I'm Matt Sarr. I'm president for the Michigan Professional Firefighters Union, so currently working as a firefighter in East Point, Michigan. Going on my sixth month now, serving our union as president, trying this new podcast here, getting involved in that game, and we appreciate you being with us and leading us through the way. Hey, happy to be here spending your money buying a podcast studio. We have someone to blame if it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah for real. Let's cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, why don't you give us the 30,000-foot view of why I should appreciate value and understand the role of the MPFFU and its locals? 
So the value of our MPFFU is, number one, it's not just a union. We're a fraternal organization. Our mother union, of course, is the IFF. Our goal is to do is to advocate for our members, whether it be their health and safety or their labor rights. So the MPFFU's goal here, and it always has been and always will be, is number one, we have a constitution and bylaws, and that dictates what we're trying to move in the lives of our members. Whether we're trying to protect our labor rights, like collective bargaining, whether we're trying to improve our members' health through the new Act Fund, which is uh, obviously cancer presumption, or PTSD. Those are the goals of our union that we pass down to our members. And as a local, they protect them on the local level. So we are nothing without strong locals, which we're lucky enough here in Michigan, we have a ton of strong locals. We can't function without our locals, just like the international can't function without our state associations. We're all working together to try to be uh, part of that spoke in the wheel, keep moving this thing forward. Now, to keep that thing moving down the street, it really relies on a system of committees that can focus on very specific things, like we said. And Mickey, your committee focuses specifically on educating our union members. Tell me, what is the role of the MPFFU Education Committee? So really, the goals and objectives of our committee are pretty much set out at the convention by the members and whatever is brought to the floor and it's passed at that time. So the focus of what we might be doing is dictated by the membership themselves. Our committee, our task is to bring that product back to the membership throughout the state. One of our big focuses is the new member orientation. That's probably our biggest one. So the committee is driven by the decisions made at these conventions. Now, you specifically focus on the education of its members, and they detail what those... So it might, be, it might be as simple as a, a class that they're asking for, or more, edu- more information about a topic, whatever it might be, as far as from the education committee's point of view. Copy. So you facilitate education at the behest of the convention constituents, essentially. Yep. I've been in the fire service for about 20 years, 18 years as a union member. Actually, today is my 18th hey, anniversary. Thank yes. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And so I've obviously noticed there's a spectrum of our members, right? You got new right. hires. That's yeah. pretty easy. And then you got your willing and wanting participants, those people that want to know what's going on with every little detail. And then you have these casual knowledge collectors, like we got a contract coming up or is this thing at the state or cancer presumption, the, whatever the guys it is. that show up to the meeting once every four years for right. ratification. Right, right. right. Or, yeah. they, you know, maybe there's free drinks this year right. at the 6th District or whatever right. district you're in, right? right. <laughs> so there's always that. So talk about the different things that you prepare for the different types of of members that we have. Those are probably our three biggest ones right there. The new member is probably our biggest one because a lot of the time these kids are coming in, they don't even have a clue, maybe even what a union is at all, Right. let alone the fire service union, how we're different from other unions. So we're tweaking it right now, and it's going to be rolled out here at the district meetings in the 5th district and the 6th district and the 4th district in October. It's focused specifically on really the nuts and bolts, and it starts at zero and works up and why we are what we are, how we got here, the things we do to maintain where we are. And it's kind of just a big picture look and a basic introduction into the union. So does it start with like an IFF 101 and then zero focus into Michigan and kind of show you what's going that's on? pretty much it, yeah. So we again, we're kind of making some tweaks to it, but that's really it. And you have to imagine the kids coming in and not knowing anything. So you have sure. to start at zero, right? You start at the bottom. And the IFF is an organization. The MPFFU is an organization within that. Your local is an organization within that, right? So the IFF is like the parent company. It's the big one, right? The mothership. And the MPFFU and then your locals beyond that. Now, what about all of your willing and wanting participants? What do you have like available to people that are up to speed? They know what's going on with unions, the active people that are like thirsty for more information. Yeah, so that's, we actually do a lot of with the international comes in. 
and it's their PEP, it's Partnership Education Program. They actually have facilitate classes on topics. There's probably about 40 different classes that they do. So we'll work with them sometimes, but depending on what your level is, so we might be an introduction. Maybe you're a new executive board member and you don't know how to be the treasurer or the secretary or the vice president, whatever those might be. So we do have classes that are geared for that. And then maybe an advanced class, so maybe an intro to negotiations of how to negotiate a contract and maybe an advanced negotiation. So different spectrum, we have classes for geared for different guys, wherever they might be. And even the guy that shows up every once every three, four years for the contract ratification, the Garrity and Weingarten rights, those types of things, or the guy that causes trouble, we that guy covered too. <laughs> yeah, so making sure people know their rights if and when they make a mistake because they may not be as knowledgeable as they should be under the moment. Exactly. So they need protection, you know, stupid needs protection too. <laughs> Getting the people educated is by far our number one goal. Is it fair to say there's like, so you look at the IFF, you look at the state union, you look at the locals, and if you just throw all those pieces on the table, you're like, there's a lot going on here. It's hard to see the forest through the trees there. So it seems like the education committee's role is to help everybody understand clearly and concisely what's going on around you so that when you want to access information about negotiations, you can go find out how to do that. You want to know how to be an executive board member, you can go find out how to do that. But you also get to learn the processes of how it works so that if you want to make change, you know the process rather than just saying, we should do this. And we all know that guy or set of guys or girls or whoever that like to get loud on a stance without thinking through the process. Yeah. Being on the executive board and doing all those things and even starting off in the new member orientation, learning the basics and how we got where we're at and what we fight for to maintain what we have. Then building on that, hopefully, is that's kind of the whole goal of finding the resources on the website, coming to these classes, coming to the PEP, the international puts on the PEP classes, going to those. Educating yourself and keeping yourself up on everything that's happening. Yeah. It builds on itself, right? You're not going to walk in on day one and know how to do everything. So, you know, it takes some time. No to matter how inspired up. you may be. Yeah. Right. Try like you might. You don't know everything. But okay. you, you know what? Mickey brings another great point. Every member should go to the new member orientation class. It gives you a base knowledge, right? Sure. But not everybody's going to have the drive to be like, oh, I want to be on the negotiating committee. I want to be on the e-board so I can negotiate contracts or I want to be on the grievance committee. When we talk about having a grievance committee or a negotiating committee, those are for generally larger departments and they may siphon off different committees. But what we do need every member to do is support their e-board, right? They go to the new member orientation, and then they'll support those guys because they're going to learn a little bit about a little knowledge, and then they can go on and support their e-boards and move them forward. Because we know that not everybody's comfortable walking into a room and having to do some of the things. But being a good union member is not just following blindly, but supporting your e-board on the issues and some stances that they may have to take. Yeah, and I can understand understanding the scope of each issue comes from the education committee to understand these things. That's a big part of it. Hopefully that's part of what we're doing, right? And anyone can come into the union meeting and throw rocks, but knowing why things are done and they're done in a certain way, that's part of educating those guys on the board. And even the casual guy too, why things are the way they are. This class, that new member class gives you that kind of baseline knowledge of where you're at. Now, new member class, old member class, whatever class, where can I find information on that stuff? The greatest spot would be the website, mpffu.org. I've been on that website. There's a lot of information on there, so it's almost intimidating sometimes. It can be. It's a little cumbersome to navigate, but there's lots of information there. I would encourage everyone, log in and register because there's 
locked out stuff that is just for our members that if you're not registered on the site, you're not going to access. So I'd encourage all of our members throughout the state, get on there and do that. Now, that new member orientation, you said you got one coming up October, November. Tell us about that and how people can get involved with that. So we're going to actually have in-person classes again. This is going to reboot, I guess, of that. And what we're going to try doing is we're going to do them before the district meetings. So in the 5th district on October 11th, I think it's the 11th, the 6th district on the 12th, and then the 4th district on the 13th, Couple hours before, we're going to hold a new member orientation that'll roll right into the district meeting. And the new members that attend, you can attend the district meeting for free. Awesome! That sounds like a good time. Absolutely. Open bar, closed, cash? Yeah, they're pretty open. Oh, that's good. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about your committee that figures this out. Now, there's the chair, Mickey, yeah. and then who's your vice chair? Ken Barnes from Delta Township. He's not here right now. He's let's not, talk about him. You know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he bailed. He's went up north. He's in the UP fishing. Good for him. Good for him. And you have nine members on your committee. We do throughout the state so that the state is broken up into six districts and the members are from out everywhere. Kind of got to get a little even keel of. Right. You kind of want to have a nice understanding of what's going out in the world. And you yeah. can't and if yeah. you got everybody from southeast or southwest Michigan exactly. or up north. Right. Right. I've got everybody from Grand Rapids and Detroit. That's a different animal than it might be somewhere else. Absolutely. Right. And then we can all bring the intel to yeah. the table. Perspective is everything. Right. And okay. So when and how do you meet? So we meet quarterly. Mm-hmm. And it's tied in with the executive board meetings. So the executive board meetings usually on a Monday. And then the committee meetings for all the committees throughout the state are on the Tuesday. And then we kind of have an agenda and minutes and the whole deal. We're official. We're real boys. We work on the process. So like I said, our biggest one now was retooling the new member orientation. And next on the horizon is going to be a new officer course, like a new executive board member, I guess. Nuts and bolts. And then maybe a little advanced on those guys that are new to it and need some education on that. Right. I can imagine once you lay a foundation that's really solid with your new member orientation, those people become, hey, I'm next in line. i got to reload here soon. Hopefully the goal of the new member orientation is to light a fire under that guy and now he becomes the next leader. Right, because people retire. Right. you yeah. got to reload no, that shotgun. They do, and they, they really hate it too. <laughs> You're right. Okay, so let's talk about a few things about how our members can get informed, educated, and or directly involved with the MPFFU and its objectives. And I think the number one thing here is maybe you should start with your local e-board when you want to start getting more involved. Absolutely. Matt can speak to this for sure. As a local executive board member, you are overtaxed all the time. And if you want to get involved, approach those guys. And each guy has a skill set he might bring to the table. You got the young kids nowadays that are great on computers and can do. We got a young guy that's a spreadsheet guy that did some fantastic stuff that I could never do if I take my shoes off and count that high. I couldn't do that. But everyone has something to bring, right, to the table. And that's awesome. Get out there, get involved on that local level, first and foremost. Know your contract. I'd say that'd be the biggest thing. Then get on the website, get on the state website. There's so much information on there. Some of it's out of date, but it's good information, and it just maybe needs to change the date from 21 to 22. It's the same information, but it's out there, and it's, some of that stuff just doesn't change. And so when your meetings conclude, you have minutes, like you said before, yeah. and I'm assuming that's all on the website too. So if I couldn't make the meetings, but I want to get informed on what happened. Yeah, another big one would be the e-board meeting and agenda. The trustees report is on there, so there's information on there. You know, You don't have to just and throw rocks from the audience. You can go there and look it up yourself, and the information's right there. Okay, so number one is start with your local e-board for looking for information. Maybe even maybe a 1A or 1B is going to the website because it might just be obvious there unless you have some local yeah. needs. Right. 
And then what about Mickey's recommendations? Oh. Let's get this stuff off the table I, here. Let's just talk about what does Mickey think <laughs> about our MPFFU and why it should be supported. You've been around a long time. Now you're in retirement mode. You're skimming off the top a little bit. It's not you're horrible. It's not horrible. Doesn't suck. No. So no. Uh, from your perspective, I, looking back, what are your recommendations to the world of firefighters as this world changes? The biggest thing I would say is get involved. Show up to things. Come to the district meetings. Your perspective on life is your department, is your kitchen table. That's sometimes warped. Come to the district meetings. Get that view of what's happening. Maybe in the city next door, you don't even realize it, how messed up things are over there, how great they have it. Man, what can we do to make it better, right? Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. So get involved there. Come to events. Network. Come to our pep classes. Get to know guys around. That's the hugest thing I could ever say is get involved, talk to people, get to know people. Build relationships. They'll last forever. That's great advice. Couldn't agree more. Best thing I did coming up as a young firefighter was getting involved. Showing up at these conventions that we had, and I had no idea what they were talking about, but I was just in the room, and we would start talking about contracts or Public Act 312, which is our collective bargaining. And I'm like, what's that? Then you find yourself saying, we just have 312. That's great. And then it was challenged a few years later. And we're on the Capitol protesting, trying to keep that. And then you realize a few years later when I'm in the role of local president negotiating a contract thinking, man, I wouldn't be able to negotiate this contract without Public Act 312. So you build on it. And then what another thing that Mickey just said, but it's probably one of the most important things is the networking. We're not talking like corporate networking, you know, where you guys are going to be maybe going out and having dinner. Maybe you are. But the most important thing you're going to be doing is sitting there talking to another firefighter another union brother, and he's going to tell you a story that happened in his firehouse and an issue that they had, and you're going to go, holy crap, I have that same exact issue. I have that same guy. And they're going to say how they handled it, and you're either going to say, hey, that's a great idea, or this is how I handled it, and maybe you guys are going to pull from each other. That is completely invaluable. Absolutely. I find that networking and just being around other humans, talking about something that you have in common or their common goal reveals things that you didn't even know that could help each other. So like mm-hmm. I met Mike Mattern and it turns out we're both trying to do mental health education, behavioral health, emergency stuff. Right. And they're like, let's share resources. It cost us nothing, right. but both of us won. And I think they say it's not about what you know, but who you know. Well, that's true on so many levels. Finding out, well, I don't got to take five years to yeah, learn this. Right. I got a Mickey. He yeah, just asked him. You hit the nail on the head on that one. With building them relationships with people. There's many a time something's going on where I'm not exactly sure what to do, and I'm going to pick up the phone, and I'm calling Terry. And I'm saying, hey, Terry, what do you think? And Terry says, well, you know, you can do what you want. But, you know, in my <laughs> experience, right. that's happened, you know, 14 times in the last 40 years. This is what we did. And I say, oh, that's good advice. And that's also being part of a good union brother is being able to take advice from our former leaders or the people that have been there and done that. Right. Now, is there going to be times where maybe you need to want to try to cut your own path in this game? I don't necessarily recommend it. There's people that have come before us that have been there and done that, and they're going to help guide us. And part of that mentorship of having the Terry Chazines or the Mickeys or whoever that may be is uh, taking good advice and moving us forward. Great closing words. That's awesome. Thank you guys very much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Gifts? I don't got no gifts. Matt's got it in the car. There's some uh, candy and aspirin (laughs) over here. (laughs) That is all for the show today, everybody. Thank you to Matt Saar and Mickey Wavera for joining me on the fifth episode of the MPFFU podcast. I hope our listeners enjoy the show. Remember, this is pretty much a brand new show and there's always room to improve. 
So please email us your feedback and tell us what you think about the show or send us your ideas for future episodes to podcast at gmail.com. Also, check out the new MPFFU Instagram account at m.p.f.f.u. And finally, please subscribe to the Michigan Professional Firefighter Union YouTube channel where you will find all sorts of great content. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.